السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي يمري وحل لقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of all Allah Jalla Wala that today we continue with our tafsir of the Noble Qur'an. Our starting point is Surah 27, Surah Namal, verse number 35. In our previous lesson, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informed us what steps Nabi Sulaiman took after Hudhud informed him that he found a queen and she and her people are worshipping the sun. And in that way there, there they are not worshipping Almighty Allah Jalla wa'ala, and they are preventing people from the right path. Nabi Sulaiman said, Sananzur, soon we will see. Aswadaqta am kunta min al Are you speaking the truth or are you lying to cover up your tracks? So what you going to do, O Hudhud, the bird, the hoopy? Idhab bi kitabi hadha. Take this letter of mine. Now, this is no ordinary letter or email or whatever of mine and yours. This is the letter from the mighty messenger, the great ruler and king, Nabi Sulaiman And remember that he was the person who made the dua for such a kingdom. La yambari That no one will ever have such a vast and magnificent kingdom after him. And then you throw down this letter to them. He knew the exact place where her palace and everything was. Thumma tawalla anhum. And then you move away from there. So they cannot see you, but you can see them. Fanzur ma yarji'un. And then you see what is their response. Qalat ya malau. She, the Malika Esaba, the Queen of Sheba, they in Yemen. So according to the Qur'an and Hadith, her name is not mentioned. Historical data and books tell us that her name was Bilqis. So she called up an emergency meeting with her caucus and cabinet. Oh, you cabinet, inni ulqiya ilayya kitabun kareem. I have been handed over and I've been thrown to me and given to me a letter, honorable letter. So even she knew that this is no ordinary letter, emergency cabinet meeting. In Naomin Sulaiman, it is indeed from Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salam. 
So when we write a letter, remember that anonymous, it holds no weight in Islam. And we have these private numbers, we don't know who's calling. So if you don't take all these type of calls Islamically, that will not be a sin upon you. Because you must remember that in Islam, you're supposed to give your correct name. People today, they say Abdullah, because we all are the slaves of Allah. But his name is not Abdullah, his name might be Zakaria, Yahya, Isa, or Ilyas. But they just lie in the process. وَإِنَّهُ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ And in the name of Almighty Allah, the one who is very gracious, very merciful. All the related issues I mentioned to you yesterday. The content of the letter, the message, Allah ta'alu alayyah. Don't be arrogant and proud with me. Wa'atuni muslimin. Come to me as a Muslim, submitting, surrendering. Then there will be peace. There will not be turmoil. There will not be problems for you. Now she's very concerned. Now Nabi Sulaiman did not know about this. So this is how Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us sometime. Another creation, another person might know something which we don't know. You have knowledge, but there are other people who have greater knowledge than you. Or in that field, they have greater knowledge than you. قَالَتْ يَا أَيُّهَا الْمَلَأُ She said, O cabinet ministers, caucus, أَفْتُونِي فِي أَمْرِي That you give me the fatwa, أَفْتُونِي إِفْتَى Regarding this issue, regarding this matter, مَا كُنْتُ قَاطِيَةً أَمْرَى I will not take a definite, conclusive decision regarding this matter. حَتَّى تَشْهَدُونَ Till you bear testimony, till you consult with me and I consult with you, meaning that till we all must reach some consensus. So the initial response of theirs was, We are very powerful. Our army is powerful. We are powerful. And we have the arms and ammunition, power, Powerful we are, and our arms, ammunition, everything that is required for warfare, we are ready. So obviously the cabinet caucus would not want to show and speak about weakness in front of their leader. In Islam, to have a female leader is not permissible, whether she's a prime minister, president, amira, or whatever. So that is not permissible. Mustafa Habibuna, sallallahu hadith mentioned in Bukhari Sharif. لَيُفْلِحَ قَوْمٌ A nation will never succeed and prosper. وَلَّوْ أَمْرَهُمْ إِمْرَأَ Who hand over their matters to a female. قَالَتْ So she said, they said that we are powerful and we have powerful weapons and what have you. وَالْأَمْرُ إِلَيْكَ But the matter rests with you. You are the Malika, you are the Queen, so you decide. فَانْذُرِي مَاذَا تَأْمُرِينَ and see properly, meaning take a proper decision, whatever you are going to do and command us to do. So she expressed this and said, قَالَتْ إِنَّ الْمُلُوكَ إِذَا دَخَلُوا قَرِيَةً That when the people, these rulers and kings, and these higher people with great, great power and wealth, when they entered towns, cities, countries of Saduha, 
they cause mischief, mayhem and chaos. And they make the noble people and they disgrace them and humiliate them. That is Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's akhlaq karima. That is noble character. And Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he entered Makkah and he asked them, what do you think I'm going to do? They said, you are Kareem, Ibn al-Kareem, Ibn al-Kareem. And they carried on, you are honorable, your father, grandfather, everybody honorable. The master, Habibullah, Rahmatulil Alameen, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said, Antumut tulaqa, go, you are free. And Nabi Alayhi Salatu Salam told them, Man dakhala bayta indara Abi Sufyan, fawa amin. You enter the house of Abu Sufyan. Abu Sufyan only embraced Islam that day when conquest of Makkah took place. So you will get amnesty. So amnesty was granted and remember that was a turning point. Yadakhuluna fi deenillahi afwaja That remember that people enter into Islam in their droves and droves and droves. وَكَذَلِكَ يَفْعَلُونَ Similarly, these people would do, meaning she realized she can never fight Nabi Sulaiman and his army. Who can fight them? Jinnata under their control, human being. And remember the jinn and the birds and so many other creations. So all that under the power and jurisdiction of Nabi Sulaiman so today's lesson, Surah 27, Surah Namal, and verse 35 is our starting point. And she, Bilqis, said, she was the queen of Sheba, that when these rulers and kings, they enter a town or city, then they commit corruption and they turmoil and chaos. And the people who are honorable, respected, they disgrace them. And that is what they normally do. So what she tried to do is, according to her logical understanding and like applying today's logic, you know, the laws of prime ministers, presidents and kings. So she said, let's try and bribe him, bribe him up. So what she said, And I will send the gift. She, Bilkis, that is, we told you before, Bilqis is what ulama have written. Nowhere in Quran, Hadith, authentic Hadith is it mentioned that the name was Bilqis. And you know when you have the bees, that the queen of the bee you call Bilqis and so forth. But anyway, so and nowhere is it mentioned in Quran and Sunnah authentic that Nabi Sulaiman married her also. But anyway, the ulama have written that. So, inni mursilatun ilayhim. That I will send a gift to him, to them, and then I will see. Mursalun, what what the people, the people, the messengers will come back with. So she had her own entourage that will take some gifts and so forth to Nabi Sulaiman salam, and the intention was bribery. The intention was to soften Nabi Sulaiman salam because he told her, "You better come here." And Allah Ta'alu Aliyah. If you look at the reference on top, you will see in chapter 27 and verse number 31, 
that don't be arrogant with me and wa'atuni muslimin and come to me submitting. Come to me and you can embrace Islam also. So then we will see bima yarji'ul mursalun that the messengers that were sent there, what they'll come back with, what will be the response, what will be the reaction. So that is what happened on that occasion. Now the envoy from Bilqis, from the Queen of Sheba came. And this was the discussion. فَلَمَّا جَاءَ سُلَيْمَانِ Hence, that Fade is thereafter, subsequently, Fahe Taqib. Subsequently, when جَاءَ Sulaiman, When the envoy came to Nabi Sulaiman salam on behalf of the Queen of Sheba, called, he, Nabi Sulaiman salam addressed him and said, أَتُمِدُّونَنِي the Hamza day, you call it Hamza, the Alif day, the proper term is Hamza, is interrogative. What? Do you want to assist me? Do you want to help me? In other words, do you want to bribe me up with your gifts and your presence? Be malin with the wealth. Remember, فَمَا آتَانِيَ اللَّهُ خَيْرٌ مِمَّا آتَاكُمْ so whatever Almighty Allah has given me is much, much superior compared to what you have been given, what is given to you. So what I have is much, much superior compared to what you are given. And remember that I'm given Iman, I'm given Nubuwat, I'm given the kingdom. And all this, it, it is highly, highly superior compared to all the material wealth that you possess. So he told them that I'm not interested in your presence and your gifts. And that's why he mentioned, But you are the ones that you are very, very happy and elated with your gifts. Yes, when you receive gifts, you are very happy. As for me, I don't need this and it will not change anything here. We are Muslim and you are non-Muslim. So you take all this of yours and go away. And be careful if you don't come, then this is the action we will take. Here there are three discussions. In the year 99 to 101, there was a Khalifa Amirul Mu'mineen. His name Umar bin Abdul Aziz. So remember he was known as Umar Thani, the second Umar, that for his justice. And he was a great, great person. The first is Sayyidina Umar Amirul Mu'mineen radiallahu anhu, obviously. So he is known as Umar Thani, the second Umar. When people used to come to him after he was Khalifa Amirul Mu'mineen and presented presents and so forth and gifts, then he would tell them, you take it away, I don't want it. So people said, but to give gifts is sunnah. He said, وَأَمَّ yom فَيَرِشْوَى as from today onwards, what you are giving me is bribery. So you want some favor from me. You want some. So today we see in our country, you want some tenders from me. You want some extra contract from me. You want some perks from me. So this is how the rot sets in. This is how the corruption starts. So this is how all the haram activities. And then you read junk status. So Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam rejected it. Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz rahimahullah in that two years he ruled approximately 99 to 101. Remember he would not take from people. 
who he knew have an ulterior motive. Today, when we look at ourselves, remember people speak of state capture and a lot of all these other terms. But when we look at ourselves, are we not captured? That we are not captured by the rich? Are we not captured by the influential people? Those who contribute to our organizations and so forth, so can we speak the truth to them? Therefore, Sufyan Thawri rahimahullah said, Ya milhal ummah, addressing the ulama and students, O you, the salt of this ummah, Ida fasad al-milhu fasad al-tu'am, that when the salt gets corrupted, rotten, and bad, it goes off, then fasad al-tu'am, the whole food will be gone off. So when these people can manipulate us, then remember the ummah gets corrupted. And you can see what's happening today. Therefore, Sufyan Thawri used to say, Oh, ummah, ulama, become independent. Then you will not have to compromise the truth. You won't have to curry favor with people and governments. Imagine, go read the book, Amir Sufyan Thawri, Amir al-Mu'mineen fil hadith. And it is written by Sheikh Abdul Halim Mahmoud, who I met personally. So remember, he was Sheikh Al-Azhar with a big white beard, mashallah. And remember, it's a masterpiece of a book. He said, oh, ulama, don't let these rulers make you like hankies. They will use you and throw you away. So anyway, yeah, Nabi Sulaiman is teaching us a lesson. They don't start taking the gifts and presents of those on Batil. Because then they will want you to compromise. We cannot compromise with the batil, with the falsehood. But you are elated and very, very happy and overjoyed with your gifts and presents. You go back to them. You, the envoy, you go back to the queen of Sheba and you take all your gifts and presents and go from here. And you give her this message. That we will surely come and wage an offensive attack. With such an army we will come. That they will never be able to face them. That they will never be able to encounter them, face them, beat them. Such a huge army we will bring that they will never be able to beat them and face them. And then we will expel them from that land, the land of Yemen. And those who are in the high, high places, high positions, and we will expel them and make them the leal, disgrace and humiliate them. Whilst they are small and humiliated. Imagine this in Nabi Sulaiman So those people who speak of jihad, what will they say here? Remember in Islam we have offensive jihad against the enemy and we have defensive as well. This is offensive. Nabi Sulaiman warning and already informing him the envoy. You go to your queen, you go to your ministers and tell them. If they don't come, this is what awaits them. 
I will come and my army will come and you will never be able to beat them and face them. There will be a humiliating defeat for you. And he already told them what would happen. Now that person went away. Nabi Sulaiman now is making preparations. When Bilqis comes, then he wants certain things to be in place so that she must know what kingdom, what bounties, what favor all Mighty Allah Jalla wa Allah has prepared for Nabi Sulaiman and conferred upon Nabi Sulaiman so Qala means the Qala Sulaiman. Nabi Sulaiman said his honorable name mentioned 17 times explicitly in the Noble Quran. Ya you al-mala'u, oh you are my ministers, oh you are my honorable cabinet, ayyukum ya'atini, which one of you can bring to me? Bi'arashiha, her throne, her throne, the throne of Bilqis. Imagine that she's sitting there and she's the queen and then suddenly the whole throne is gone away from there. So who can bring her throne? Before they arrive here by me, before they come to me as Muslimin, as those who surrender and submit, I want her throne to be here as well. So her seat of power is also taken away, stripped from her and removed from her. Can we imagine the power Nabi Sulaiman wielded? Can we imagine people today for that White House, for the 10 Downing Street, for the presidential palace, all that, so many elections, so much drama politicians go through, so much corruption and bribery in various countries, so all this you go through. Yeah, Nabi Sulaiman asked his cabinet, his cabinet, the human beings are there, the jinn are there, all are there. Qala ifritum min al-jinn. So one of the jinn, ifrit, the big, magnificent, big, big size, powerful one of the jinn, his name ifrit. So ifritun, so the powerful one, the strong one, big one from the jinn said, Anaati kabihi, I will bring it to you. I will produce it to you, O Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salam, before you even stand from your place. You're sitting and then you stand. How long it takes? One second, two seconds, three seconds. So in that two, three seconds, I will bring it for you. Why? Because I am so powerful and amin. I am so faithful and loyal and I will do it. But remember, this is what you call the power, the strength, the energy, the stamina. But the people of knowledge, they always have the greater distinction. So this is going on right there in the Mashura, the consultation with Nabi Sulaiman salam. His question, who will bring her arsh, her throne, the throne of Malikatu Sabah, the queen of Sheba, people say her name is Bilqis. So all this happened. But then, قَالَ الَّذِي إِنْدَهُ إِلْمٌ مِّنَ الْكِتَابِ Then there was another one, another jinn. And he said, إِنْدَهُ That he has إِلْمٌ مِّنَ الْكِتَابِ The special knowledge of the book. 
So ulama have written, what is the special knowledge of the book? He knew Ismullah al-A'adham. What is Ismullah al-A'adham? Allahu la ilaha illa qayyum. Some other tafsirs also are made, but the fact remains that he had knowledge. So when you have knowledge, then you fear none, because you have the greatest legacy of the Anbiya and Messengers, alayhi salatu salam. Indeed, I will bring it for you, O Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam. This arsh of the throne. And before the blinking of your eye. Before the blinking, winking of your eye. So all that. How long it takes? Remember, half a second, one second. So subhanallah, that the whole arsh, whole throne of us was already present in front of Nabi Sulaiman salam. And this is, remember, the barakah, the blessing of knowledge. When a person hears the hadith, the Quran Sharif, you have the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in your heart, then remember you will not fear anybody. Because that person now has a direct connection through the Quran with Almighty Allah. And then he has connection with Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Habibullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with the Ahadith Mubarakah. So therefore that is our main, main knowledge that is wahi and revelation. Everything else we have today, remember it is man-made, the history, geography, all these things. But this is divine knowledge. Even the hadith, وَمَا يَنْتِقْوَانِ hawa. He, Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa does not speak of his own desires. In huwa illa wahwi yuha. It is but wahi revelation sent to him. فَلَمَّا رَآهُ مُسْتَقِرًّا إِنْدَهُ Hence, when he, Nabi Sulaiman salam, saw in front, in front of him, Mustaqirra, that the whole arsh and throne of Bilqis, the queen of Sheba, is already established here. In the who by him, called by Nabi Sulaiman salam. What does he say? Hada min fadli Rabbi, that this is the grace of my sustainer, Narisha provider. So all Matya Allah is giving us all these opportunities that we understand what we should be doing. We look at our house, we look at our wife, our children, our shop, our warehouse, our factory. Say, Hada min fadli rabbi. It's not something I deserve. Somebody came to wash our car, you told him hundred rand. He did such a splendid job, you were overjoyed, you told him take hundred and twenty rand. So that extra is called fadl. So we don't deserve it. Hada min fadli rabbi. Why did Almighty Allah grant and confer all these bounties to me? Nabi Sulaiman continues. He Almighty Allah is putting me through a trial. And what is a trial? Will I make shukr and be grateful to Almighty Allah? Shukr is to use what that person gave or what Almighty Allah gave in pleasing Almighty Allah. Oh, when human being gave, then remember we are good to them also. But remember good to them as long as they don't trample the Sharia. That is the condition. Hada min fadli rabbi am akfur. So Almighty Allah is placing this examination on me. Will I, Nabi Sulaiman alayhi be grateful? Am akfur. Or will I be ungrateful? 
We call it kufran. Kufranun ni'ma. Allah sends His bounties, but we don't bother. No time for salat, no time for tilawah the Quran, no time for zikr. So such people are munafikin and hypocrites. And remember the Quran speaks of them. And remember that these are the people all Mighty Allah Jalla wa'ala teaches us we should follow. The Anbiya alayhi So they are not like that. This refers to ordinary people. So, ashkuru am akfur. Will I be grateful or ungrateful? Me and you today, we are ungrateful to all Allah. Wa innahu lihubbil khayri lashadid. That is the rationale and reason. Why are we so ungrateful, unthankful? Because our excessive love for this wealth that we possess. So therefore, we should remember that is the decline. وَمَنْ شَكَرَ Whosoever makes shukr. So he uses it in the pleasure of Almighty Allah. فَإِنَّمَا يَشْكُرُ لِنَفْسِ So indeed, surely that person is only making shukr for himself. So this shows that, remember that you look at the ijtima work, you look at the collective work that is better. Through your efforts, 100 people can benefit. And if you do on your own, only 50 people, 20 people can benefit. So in a case like that, rather let the ummah, the masses benefit. وَمَنْ شَكَرَا فَإِنَّمَا يَشْكُرُ لِنَفْسِ So you are then, you're making shukar and being grateful for yourself. وَمَنْ kafara. Their kafara is the meaning of that the person, meaning that it does not use the bounties of Allah, but he abuses it. وَمَنْ كَفَرَ فَإِنَّ رَبِّي غَنِيٌّ So remember, my Allah sustainer, Narisha is ghani, is totally independent, and Kareem is very, very noble. So may Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, give us a clear, proper understanding of the Qur'an Kareem, and may Almighty Allah make our ending on Iman. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَلَمِ